Hello, hello, everybody. Hello. This is Sherman. This is Skate. And we are here to talk you into it, which is the our second uh, podcast uh, where we attempt to uh, convince someone who has never heard of a particular band or artist to give them a shot and to see uh, what it is that we think is so great about that artist uh, or that band or collective or however you want to put it. Uh, and uh, today's suggestion is from Ski. So uh, without further ado, Ski, take it away. Who are we talking about now? We're going to talk about Palo Alto's Fab Four, the Donnas. The Donnas were the last band that I obsessed about. And if I had to like pick one of my favorite bands for the past 20 years, um, at the top of my list is probably a band, maybe it'll be a band for a future episode, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. But I didn't obsess about BRMC the way I obsessed about the Donnas that you can only really do in your teens, I think in your early 20s. Um, and not just because they are from the Bay Area, not just because they are four young women, although the fact that they're attractive certainly helped uh, in some ways, but they made quintessential, homegrown, right out of your garage, uh, rock and roll. And if Sherman knows me and he knows one thing about, you know, the bands I tend to fall in love with and obsessed about, they do tend to have a female vocal and a female-led uh, band. And this at four... Um, four women from, from Palo Alto, California that came together in high school and produced just some of my favorite songs of the late 90s and early 2000s as I was coming out of college and grad school um, and joining the workforce. And so leaving that era of the, 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 where I fell in love with music in the 80s and 90s behind, um, but they just they created this garage rock sound they're one of the bands that for me at least has that kind of sound that probably every American band that, you know, just picks up their instruments. They're not, um, you know, guitar gods. They're not guitar heroes. Uh, though Donna R comes pretty close in a lot of ways. Um, but they just, they're four friends that came together and they just wanted to make a sound. It didn't matter if they were any good. Or I think they became really good. Um, so it's garage, but it's garage punk. They, created fake personas and they were, you know, Don, <laughs> they were yeah. you know, Donna C, Donna F, Donna A, and Donna R. Okay. Like, I mean, like I, I was sold. You, 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 it's not like you had to twist my arm back in the day. It's, it's everything you talked about. It's like kiss. And it's like, it's like the Ramones, right? It's pop punk, right? Like talk about it. Well, and, and they, it's funny because even like a band like that does go through stages, but essentially I think what it is, like what I was trying to get to with, you know, you, you, you pick up your instruments and you learn how to play a good song. You're not going to know how to play much. And so they, you know, they have the three chords. And so most of their early songs are just three chords and they try to throw in a chorus there. And then they try to throw in a, a guitar solo. Um, so, you know, they're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. It's a sound that came out of punk, came out of the Ramones. Uh, it came out of even parts of the clash. Um, yep. But they had a, a pop of feel to it. But it's a pretty straightforward sound. And so you have the guitar riffs, uh, you have uh, the bass and drums, and they, that rounds out the sound. And so when we're talking about Duran Duran in our last episodes and heavy on the synths, there are no synths on, you know, for the Donnas. It's just, it's, no. it's crunching uh, guitars. And in the early records, and well, at least one of my picks, um, it, it, it's just, it's, it, you know, the, she, Donna R is just playing chords. I mean, she's just playing fast chords. And, you know, looping in a solo where she can, 
Um, but it's not much more than that. And then the lyrics themselves are goofy. They're playful. Um, it, they're, they're lyrics that you, you get four friends in a room and you're going to write the songs together. And so you get a little bit of that. It's just garage rock guitars, um, you know, punks songs. And eventually they develop a more, a, a pop uh, feel to it when they did, when they did record two major label albums, uh, they did have heavy rotation with one of their songs uh, on MTV and they're at the MTV video music awards. I think they were nominated for a VMA. Ultimately, while there's the roots were in punk and in, in, in pop punk, they clearly also had an affection for 80s glam metal as well. And you yes, can hear that in, in some of their later albums, and particularly their last album um, that they released after they left Atlantic Records. And you mean did, Bitchin'? The Bitchin', you know, <laughs> the first song. I was like, okay, clearly, I mean, these guys want, they, they, they want to have an album where they just embrace that sound that was always kind of there. But once they, you know, got more comfortable with writing songs together, got more comfortable with uh, production. And that's the thing, like their early albums are bare bones. I mean, it's bare bones production. So they have a special place in my heart. And um, we, I got Donna A's signature at a show. We almost met them, uh, met her again at a, a Hoboken gig, uh, which we Sherman did can get into. At we some, did uh, and, she, and then she left us because of, um, what was his name? Carlos. Um, Carlos. Carlos, yeah. I'm, I'll never it's, forgive you, Carlos. No, because we we, we on Donna A. The moment I finally got to meet her, thanks for nothing, yeah, Carlos. And we were we were, we had a chance to have. We were gonna hang. We were gonna hang. We were gonna hang with Donna A. And yeah, and we, run we, we missed that. Call. That was it. It was over. Man, that, that was that. Um, I want to just do very quickly since Ski, this is Ski's pick, and I want Ski to pick the the first song that that he wants us to listen to. But I want to quickly go through all of the album titles of the yeah. Donnas yeah. because they are absolutely exquisite. So the first record that Ski got me into, which was the one that I think he got first, was not their self-titled debut, which is not an exciting album title. But everyone after that is perfect. The 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 their their the initial uh, introduction to the Donnas was from their phenomenal record American Teenage Rock and Roll Machine. Yeah. Like that, like that really is a mic drop title that, that, that's it. Like, you know, if, if you don't know what you're Done. getting from, with that title, you know, uh, th then you're, you're, you're doing it wrong. Um, so already they were winning. Um, and then right after that, um, they did the Donna's get skin tight, get skin tight is, uh, I love, I love the album. Love it. Um, and then, uh, the appropriately named the Donna's turn 21. Uh, Spend the Night is their fourth well technically their fifth record but I feel like it's their fourth and then Gold Medal and then they finished with Bitchin so yeah. I mean the discography titles alone like they, they tell the story of the band chronologically they also tell the ethos of the band and, and what the they wanted they wanted to sing about this stuff so Ski yeah. uh, take it away what's your first pick yeah no the, the first one is is pretty straightforward like you know with Duran Duran I was trying to bounce around a little bit or not do uh, the obvious but I'm just going to go ahead and do you know the one that I play and I think you it was at your beach house uh, <laughs> in Jersey and just like seeing your reaction to like the opening uh, riff of uh, Rock and Roll Machine was was beautiful because that's yeah. that's that's their sound and like that's what I'm talking about the garage sound. So off of the first album, American Teenage Rock and Roll Machine, it's the song Rock and Roll Machine. Like if you, you want to understand the Donnas, understand why I fell in love with the Donnas and obsessed about them, 
it's because of this song and there's just there's not much to it it's three chords um it's a it's a pretty straightforward punk rock song and the lyrics are you know the, the lyrics are like i said they were like four friends that got together like well let's come up with some cool lyrics you know um <laughs> but they're teenage girls but I mean, yeah they're, it's they're a like 16 years old you know it's, it's a saturday cool. night and i'm looking for some party action i don't care about getting late i want some quick and easy satisfaction like we're not gonna put a lot of thought into this you know we're just gonna give you we're gonna give you the straight business and it points to like their affection for glam metal and glam metal didn't or hair metal didn't exactly have you know the the best lyrics going either um but let's just, not discount something Let's not discount something lyrically. I want to. I want to give it more heft than maybe they even knew that they were doing. But they were trailblazing in their own way. They weren't trailblazing in a way that Liz Fair was trailblazing at the time. She was more sophisticated with what she was talking about. This was around the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, Slate, uh, Slater Kinney time frame. Like there, there were very self aware bands. Yeah, uh, that were that were female fronted rock and roll bands. You know, there's Belly, there's Breeders, there's I mean, there's you know, like it's basically your whole collection ski. Like I mean, yeah, like, you know, like, like, yeah. like it's but like all of these are good things, right? But like they were self aware, they were older, they were they were doing it on purpose in a way. Whereas the Donnas were like, I feel I don't know, but I, they they were breaking boundaries by in the most in, in a way, in just possibly the most honest way possible because they were getting yeah. together and making music. And they were singing about things that mattered to them that a great example is Kiss, that Kiss was singing about, about, you know, I mean, half, I make fun of Kiss lyrics. I make fun of Kiss lyrics because Kiss lyrics are mostly about, you know, like, she was 16. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and Madonna's are doing the same thing about boys. Right. Yeah. But no. Yeah. And they were doing it in an honest way. And I think it takes a lot longer to recognize that impact that it might have had on on not a you and me listener, like on female listeners to realize that, hey, you know, like it, it's the Joan Jets of the world, right? Like there's a lot of that Joan Jet chord structure type thing, right? Uh, I mean, there's some of that anyway. Um, just, but like the Go-Go's, right? The yeah. Go-Go's right there. Like it, they had that swagger and that sass that, that it, especially with the, with uh, the early records, I don't think it was intentional for them to get there. But then as they grew older, I think they, they leaned more into it. But it wasn't a, it it was it was a raw sound, not raw like noise rock, but like raw like authentic suburban teenage girls who 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 liked punk rock. Yeah, there there are a ton of bands you know that did that as you know ton of male driven bands. Right. That did that. They came together and in somebody's garage and produced this sound. But you're right. I mean, you didn't hear that female perspective. I mean, you didn't hear about female fronted bands talking about 40 boys and 40 nights, which the Donnas did. And the Donnas, at least, you know, as a band, embraced that side of it. And so they talk about, you know, getting action and, you know, yeah, getting it on with the roadies, you know, on tour or whatever. And, and, you, you didn't hear that from female-fronted uh, bands. Um, but they had that raw, and I like what you said, a raw sound to it. It's because it's so simple, because it's so raw, because it's so straightforward, and because it's not perfect. You know, Donna A, on that, those first couple records, um, it's like she, they just pulled her out of class and said, start singing on this album. And But that sound is still perfect. It fits. It fits with 
you know, the three chords and it fits with the lyrics that it came up with. Um, and there's just nothing like that first track. And so if, if I had to turn anybody on to the Donnas. Wasn't, um, uh, wasn't uh, that, wasn't American Teenage Rock and Roll Machine like a huge, huge obsession or like the number one album of Chuck Klosterman from Spin in the year? Yeah, he talks up? about it in his book, Fargo Rock City. And it might be like even along the same lines of like, yeah, yeah you get into that era. And I think he and you and I and him are, he might be a little bit older than us. Um, I don't think so. We're, I think he's we're, right there. We're right there. And so I think he talks about the same thing. Like, okay, wait, late nineties. Yeah. Here's a band that I started getting into the late nineties long after um, I thought I, I was past, you know, discovering new bands. Um, and so that's, so yeah, the Don is just hold a special place in my heart. And it's a shame that they're not around now to like get a top slot. Of, Dude, like, if they came back, if they came back right now, oh like, my gosh. Like, like, I mean, if they came back right now, they would have a, a different, because they've been away for, for a period of time, I actually think they get more respect than, than they did at the, uh, in, in the era that they were putting out music. I mean, I remember that I brought someone, and they were like, you know, all these songs sound exactly the same. And I said, yes, yes, they do. And it's awesome. It's yeah. like ACDC. It's like ACDC has one riff. Do you like that riff? Yes or no. <laughs> like, it's, it's not, it's not reinventing anything. It's not, it's not complicated. Yeah. It's not complicated. Like you're either, like, you're either in or you're out. And, and with the Donnas, I was in. And so my pick uh, goes to the title track off of Gent's Skin Tight. And it is, of course, Skin Tight. Nice. Um, there's something about the lead single off of a, or the lead song off of the Donnas record that speaks to my thesis here that I think goes with yours as well. Like rock and roll machine is the first song off of American rock and roll machine. What, why wouldn't it be? Skin right. Tight. Right. Yeah. Skin right. tight is the yeah. first song off of get skin tight. Like, Oh my God. And this whole record, this whole record is ridiculous. Um, I mean, they definitely did evolve their sound a little bit on skin tight. Um, they were more confident. They had more call and response, like the classic track, Well Done. Um, they cover Too Fast for Love by Motley Crue, uh, which is awesome. Um, you Don't Want to Call on my short list. Awesome song. I mean, uh, you know, The Donna's Get Skin Tight is probably my second favorite record out of The Donna's Records, and I really like a lot of them. Um, but it's... It's just, it's a, it has a great opening riff. Um, and she's singing about, you know, in your skin tight jeans, you're my kind of guy. And then I mean, Donna on. R comes in with that killer lick that like, skin tight, baby. All right. It's so, it's like a hot way to just start off. Like there's nowhere to go, but up in the sense of like, you're, I mean, you're already way up. You're already like, you're, you're like, you're, you know, it's like, you're just, hit straight to it. And then there's yeah. that bridge, that classic bridge where there's the cowbell situation that Donna C is jamming on. And, and she's like, I can't resist. I need your kiss. Like it's over. It's over. It, you, it's skin tight. It's skin tight, baby. All right. I saw, I saw you talking to that slut named star. She was standing by the nacho bar. She only likes you because you're in magazines, but I just like you in your skin tight jeans. I mean, it. that's it. That's, that's it. it. And we're like, and I'm glad you brought up Donna C because, like, when I first saw them open up for Rocket for the Crypt, the first thing I noticed was Donna C, and she was so small, but she was 
killer on the drums. I mean, she was ruthless. She was lethal on the drums. And her hair was flying everywhere, and she was just killing it. She's like, like she on the episode two, like just bouncing around with a lightsaber. Just, just going everywhere. Yeah. yeah, just going everywhere. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great track. And you're right. Like, they just, their title tracks, the title tracks from their albums are unbelievably good across the board. Um, and yeah, I, I, that was, it was a great follow-up to the first one and just brought them one step forward. I think like the first video came from skin tight uh, that was played on MTV and yeah, I mean, they were, they were going places and I, I was convinced they were going to sell out Capital One arena at one point. <laughs> they <didn't quite> get <laughs> there. <laughs> and I could say we knew them way back when, but hey, we did know them when we did. Carlos. No, we did. We did. Carlos. All right, what's your third pick? Go. Well, the next one, so it's it's off of that same album, and I thought a lot about it because, like, I yeah, I mean, there's so many. Like, I even like flirted with the idea of doing uh, the title track off of Bitchin' because Bitchin' has these drums that are right out of Kiss Love Gun uh, that I just absolutely <laughs> love. But I so I was trying to think of one that, like, you know, that again, like, bridge that gap between um, their early records was just punk, it was just straight punk to their clear affection for glam metal and for Cinderella and for White Lion and for Kiss Ooh, and for Cinderella. Poison. Good call. Yeah. And holy crap. And I was, you know, and so I, so I, I, I yeah. So I went back to like, you know, like you, I went back to get skin tight. Um, and I went with, I didn't like you anyway, um, because stuff. it has, it has more of a, it has more of a, just a glam, metal feel for it so they move beyond just the straight punk and garage sound and like well, we want to have like you know a big bass line at the beginning of the song and we want to have like a ace freely you know let donna r you know short inner ace freely on on the solo and so it's all there and so you have the same kind of and then the backing vocals you mentioned the backing vocals and they have like the girl gang backing vocals which i love it's like the, you know taking the four of them putting them in the studio and just screaming the backing vocals and it has that um and it shows yeah what the, the what you know their inner soul was glam metal uh, of that era of the cinderellas and the poisons of the world yeah kiss, kiss obviously um the kiss's heyday was more from the 70s uh, i could have a long podcast about that <laughs> versus their you know their their eighties deal, but so yeah, that's going to be your like solo. Podcast. That'll be yeah. No, Sherman will have nothing hours. to add there, right? Sherman <laughs> have nothing to add. But so I wanted to have a song, and so I didn't like you anyway. I think fills that like they they didn't just stick with that raw garage sound off of American Teenage Rock and Roll Machine. They grew, and they grew even more so on Turn Twenty One, and they grew even more so on Spend the Night, their major label debut, and Gold Medal. Um, and then with Bitchin', they ju- I think they just said, yeah, this is exactly who we want to be. But I didn't like you anyway. It was like the first time where I think you you heard it on you know one of their albums and it's on their second album. Like, okay, yeah, that's, that's who they really want to be and they aspire to be. Um, so it has all the elements from that first Donna's album, but just adds that glam metal to it. Um, that if you're going to fall in love with the Donna's, you need to hear that. And so if, you, if I get you with, uh, American with uh, rock and roll machine. And I get you with, I didn't like you anyway. You, you like, you like the Donna's. I mean, you're, you're going to be a fan um, and you're going to pull from the punk uh, and the glam metal as well. Ski. I mean, you crushed it bringing up Cinderella and poison and that kind of like mid to late eighties glam 
yeah. uh, glam and Mo- I mean, you know, and them covering Motley Crue Motley, on, sure. on, on Skin Tight. And then that kind of shifts into where um, I was going to head with the next one. Um, I'm going to have to pick this. This is this was the second one was really hard. The first one, the first pick for the Donna's was really easy for me. Skin Tight. I just I love that. I love that. I love the record. I love that song as the first song off of it. it it's just terrific. Um, Cause it just rips, you know, it just rips right into it. I wanted to go with something from spend the night because it's their most successful record. I wanted to say like, okay, get the big hit play, take it off. You right. Know, or, or do who invited you, which is right oh, after. So good. Off. It's <laughs> so, so good. good. And it was about to go with, I was about to go with who invited you because it is, it is a hotter track. Then take it off. Actually, take it off. So obviously, a more risque with the lyrics, and also was in the Hangover soundtrack, and, all, and it's the most famous song. I can't go with it. Um, and I almost went with "Take Me to the Back Seat." Oh man! <laughs> because "Take Me to the Back Seat" is 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 overt, but it's sexy, and it's like you know. You know, Donna A has come at her own on, in terms of like getting that swagger. Her best album, even, yeah. Not even worried about it, like it's going there. But, but, um, once again, I'm just gonna go for our, the first track off an album, and I'm gonna go with "Are You Gonna Move It for Me" from the Donna's Turn 21. Um, love it, love it. I love it, that track. The thing about that track, and it really sets the tone for the rest of that particular album, is that it actually doesn't sound like every other Donna song. It doesn't sound like, I mean, it doesn't have the same punk rock, the, you know, three chords in the truth structure that we're talking about that we think is so great. And it is so emblematic of the sound of the Donna's and it's phenomenal. But Are You Gonna Move It For Me doesn't slow play on you. It, yeah. it, it kind of and, and it sets the tone for the record that they are actually, Builds. yeah they're, they're 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 kind of gonna venture into some new territory um for their 21st birthday apparently <laughs> uh, you know i mean like you you do get some of their more fun stuff um like midnight snack off of this record which yeah. is like, like them just doing that call and response thing like there are some classic pillars of adonna's album that appear on turn 21 but are you going to move it for me? Kind of does a little bit of a slinky thing. Like it, it, it yeah. has, it has that thing where all the other instruments drop out and you're just hearing the bass. Um, it's, it's probably, I, I don't, I don't think it's, it's, it's a tough stretch to say it might be Donna F's best work. It, it is on turn 21 and definitely, and certainly on that song, like you really hear that bass. Um, it's, it's a turn for them and it's, a, it's, it's one that works. And I think it really sets up that they have, they have more than their first two records showed. Bottom line, uh, Are You Gonna Move It For Me is, is, again, it's a lead song off the album. I think it's terrific. I think if you want to go deeper with listening to um, Middle Period Donna's, that's the perfect song to do it. So, all right. So what are the ones that you missed? I know I meant, here's a couple that I mentioned uh, in, 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 just in passing. Uh, I mentioned, you don't want to call me, um, uh, which I think is great. Take me to the back seats. Amazing. Who invited you was amazing. Um, I didn't mention here for the party uh, off of Ditchin, but that's a great. I think that's a, actually a great late track. Um, uh, and friends like mine. That sounds like a Jet song, dude. Yeah. Like I don't know if the last time you listened to it, but like 
there's a lot of that. Like Jet made it huge, and then the Donnas came out with Gold Medal, and people or the first Jet album, uh, which is great. But like, what's the difference? You know, like the, it, the, that that song particularly sounds like a Jet riff, um, which is a compliment. But you know, maybe I don't make it sound as much like one. Um, but you know, and their covers. I mean, Too Fast for Love and Living After Midnight. Great. Song. Well, and like speaking of covers, like you know, I think I started this with they did a cover of Ace Freely speeding back to my baby, which is outstanding. Um, so I was tempted even to put that on the list, even though it's not, yeah, it's, it's a cover, but if you go back to that first record, so I, you know, I think like, so I think American teenage rock and roll machine came out um, and they did this album for this, I mean, a more indie label than, than lookout it's super team. And I'm just looking at it now. And I put, Hey, I'm going to be your girl on a, ton of mixes from that era so the first track off of that it's the most it's 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 a ramones album i mean like that that first donna's record before that song's a minute 40 yeah i mean so they have like 23 songs on this album and i think this album is like 40 minutes so um (laughs) hey i'm gonna be your girl is on there um yeah i mean take it off was their mtv hit but you gotta like consider it because it it was like it's where they wanted to go and where they wanted to be they did want to be on mtv they did want to hang out with carson daly they did want to be in the vmas um and so you put that on there it's on the rocks the open speaking of opening tracks it's on the rocks um it's up there and should have been there and like i've already talked too much about bitching but i listen to love gun look listen to kisses love gun then listen to bitching and like Donna C was like you know what this needs needs some love gun drums on this track um, so it's on there. Uh, 40 Boys and 40 Nights. Um, uh, give me a ride, little boy. Yeah, I don't get me busted. <laughs> it's just give me a break. I could go on. I mean, we could do another podcast about top my, my top we 25 could. Donna songs, honestly, which. But, well, yeah. I mean, you, you just play the whole. I mean, you don't need a box set when you own. That's a right. Record. No, you don't. Uh, I mean, I. The, yeah. So the 45 that I have of t- Rock and Roll Machine is the Japanese import. <laughs> So it's rock and roll machine with B side wow. of speeding back to my baby. So you know that, but it, it's interesting that you say that though because I watched that this weird Japanese movie uh, starring this guy named Guitar Wolf, or it's not guy, it's a band called Guitar Wolf, um, and and they're all into that throwback, like um, rockabilly, but like glam rockabilly sound, yeah. like uh, where you know they're wearing like black ridiculous American black leather jackets and slicking their hair back all the time with a comb in this weird movie. Um, uh, which I'm, I'm totally forgetting the name of and it's zero in it. Um, Agent Zero, something really bizarre. Anyway, the point though is that 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 fake late fifties, early sixties slick thing that like greaser yeah, yeah. thing, you know, like like there's there's a there's a line that you could draw. Like the Donna, if the if the if Brian Setzer gets his uh, hearing back, the stray cats on the Donnas would actually be a killer double bill. Like, like, because great bill. They, I like that a lot. Yeah, it would be it would be terrific. You know, the uh, the the Donnas and Eagles of Death Metal, who would be a killer double bill, like kill it. Um, be, you know, because they're doing they're they're doing simple shit really really well. You know what I like sometimes? I like not having choices. I like going someplace and having someone say to me, "You know what? I'm really good at this kind of sushi. Here it is." You know, like don't make me pick because I don't know what I'm talking about. What we're here to do is to pick for you. We're here doing yes. that for you. We're curating <laughs> your Donna's experience. That's why we're doing this because we we love. We want to share our love of this stuff and these tunes with you. We'd love to get you into it. We'll love we'll love to take requests 
for suggestions of bands that uh, maybe neither one of us know about. And then we go research it and we do a, a podcast uh, based on an audience suggestion. And if that is the case, please send us an email. Uh, we would love to uh, be a part of your life. Sherman and Ski at gmail.com. Send it to us. That's S-H-E-R-M-A-N-A-N-D-S-K-I at gmail.com. And uh, if you like this podcast, please tell everyone you know about it so that I can quit my day job. And uh, that'd be awesome. Final thoughts on the Donnas? I hope this podcast does get people to look back at those albums. Um, and I think Spend the Night was just issued um, on vinyl, uh, not by Atlantic, but uh, another label picked it up. And so that has just been released on vinyl. I think Gold Medal was just released on vinyl. Um, so it? it's, it's we're, yeah, we're checking out. And just a special era, special era of rock and roll. We're yeah. checking out. Yeah. I still, I, I gotta be honest, I'm still shocked you didn't have 40 Boys and 40 Nights as one of your picks. Shocked. It was up there. It was up there. No, I, you know, I was, I was thinking about it uh, and I had to reference it at, at some point during the show. But um, no, I like your picks, I like mine. And uh, yeah, let's, let's, we've got to come up with a phrase for Donna fans. I don't think there's ever like Donna heads. No, that's not right. Um, that's, that, uh, we're gonna have to workshop that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, and uh, thanks for letting Sherman and Ski talk you into it. We'll see talk you next care. Time. Rock and roll.